Hey everyone, I'm Jimmy. This is another episode of Behind the Unicorn. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and ring the bell. Today we have a guest, Amy McCord-Jones. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you bet. Thanks for coming. I like your shirt. Thank you. I wore it for you. <laughs> Actually, I wore this shirt yesterday because we were going to do this yesterday. And then I wore the shirt two days in a row just for you. <laughs> I even went That's and networked in it. I even networked in it and let people see me in it two days in a row. That's awesome. Just for you. <laughs> well, I like it. It goes into one of my questions later. This is a cactus. It These is cactus. cactus. Yeah. Cactus or cacti? We'll find out. All right. Um, <laughs> so Amy McCord-Jones with Flower Moxie. Um, what is your least favorite flower? What flower do you hate? And what was your favorite flower? Mm. <laughs> that's that's tough. Um, so the flowers I hate are for different reasons. It's not so much okay. for beauty because I ship flowers. I tend to hate the really fussy ones. So the one that's like really on my list right now mm -hmm. is anemones. They're beautiful. They're gorgeous. Okay. I do love them, but I hate them because um, they're just real fussy. They hate to be shipped. They're really quick to just bite the dust. So okay, uh, varieties that are unpredictable, I'm going to not love because okay. they'll inevitably upset my clients. Okay. Uh, as far as aesthetically, I try not to be snobby. Like when you first mm -hmm. start out in florals, you're just really snobby about the whole thing. You're like, I don't like that flower. Mm -hmm. But then, you know, you'll get really bored because you're working with the same product. And then your hero florist that you like to follow will use this flower that you hate. And then you're like, oh, that, I mean, that is pretty. Yeah, but, but it's hard to keep alive or something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm not a big fan of like spider mums. Okay. Yeah. Those, that's kind of the one that I'm always like, ugh. All right. Yeah. What do you hate? What do you love? What which do I one love? Is, which one's your favorite? Mm. You can't go wrong with a rose. You can't go wrong can't with a rose. You can't never go wrong with a rose. Yeah. They're durable. Very, yeah. Yeah. You can buy them at Walmart. They're durable. We're not going to talk about Walmart <laughs> flowers today. <laughs> um, I do love roses. I yeah. love carnations. But probably my favorite I always go back to is a ranunculus. Have you, do you know what that no, is? No, I don't know any of these words you're All saying. Right, well, I'll show, yeah. you. I'll okay. show you a picture later okay. so you can concur. <laughs> I know what a cactus is. <laughs> I don't know if the cactus is a flower, oh, okay. but I've used it in arrangements. Oh. <laughs> I've definitely used it in arrangements. You have? Uh -huh. Okay. Mm -hmm. Awesome. What, what flower do you love? Did we get to that? I probably interrupted you. No, the ranunculus. Okay. There he goes, because yeah. it wasn't anything I knew. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, how many weddings have you attended? Oh, so I was a wedding planner and floral designer for about 14 years, and I did over 800 weddings in my career um, with my sister. She was my partner in that. And so I know that I've attended at least 800 of them because I would do the flowers for the weddings that I would work. Okay. And so I would say uh, between that and then personal, I mean, we're probably getting up close That's to- a lot of I do's. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. a lot. Seen a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Seen it all. <laughs> yeah, I can only imagine. And every time I thought I did see it all, I would have another wedding that would surprise me. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, did you ever attend wedding, like in a wedding that you weren't invited to and you also did not do any flowers at? <laughs> just for fun. Just because you're like, oh, there's a wedding. I'm going to go check it out and eat. I don't think I've done that. But now no. you've given me something for my bucket list. Well, I mean. Yeah. I mean, I've crashed yeah. a few parties, but never Do you weddings. like the movie Wedding Crashers? 
I did. I was more inspired by the whole J-Lo wedding. Um, so by the time Wedding Crashers, I was already in the industry, but okay. I do like that one. Okay. Yeah. Just curious. Um, our bridezilla is real. They're very real. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Now. A real lizard. <laughs> so a lot of people always blame the bride. And it's not always the bride. Sometimes it's like the mom or there will be that one bridesmaid or sister at the wedding that just runs you ragged. Yeah. Um, I learned in my career pretty quick. If I identified a bridezilla early enough, I would. I have a clause like in my contract. Yeah. It's pretty much I call it the bridezilla clause. But mm-hmm. if I notice that they're just going to be really unreasonable and just a yeah. pill to work with, I just give them their money back and let them go. And you know, I have this yeah. like, I'm like, hey, um, the most important <laughs> thing. For me, is that you are the happiest that you can be on April 24th. And I just don't think that I'm going to be able to make you the happiest that you can be. And so she's I'm like, my go wedding's not on April 24th. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how I do it. And then I give the money back. And then the worst they can say about me is that I basically fired him. So, yeah. Yeah. You should try not to burn a bridge and just go, go away, please. Yeah. So, because if you don't, they're never going to be happy. Anyways. Yeah. So Well, and then, yeah. I mean, that's a great quality to have and, you know, a good line in the sand that you had business-wise because, you know, yeah. we talk more than just about people here. We talk about business too. It's so important. Um, boundaries. Yeah. So having that and knowing when is a big deal. And if you had to do it, she probably didn't do it very much. Not um, a ton. <laughs> half a ton. All right. So the question that we ask everybody here is what makes you a unicorn? Oh, man, I've been thinking about that. I've listened to other people's um, answers. And I would say I thought about it and I I thought, like, maybe it's because I'm not really afraid to fail at things. But I think it's more – I think early on I learned that people don't really think of you. Like, they just kind of think about themselves and the the folks that you're closest to are – the people in your immediate circle, like mm-hmm. your spouse, your, you know, your sibling, your best friend. And outside of that circle, people don't really care or think about you. Right. And so I think I understood that maybe at a young age to where if I get an idea, I'm never afraid to just go for it. Because if I fail, it's not really a big deal because at the end of the day, people are just kind of living their own life. And I think that I know if I get something in my head, then I then I can make that happen. And so to me, there isn't a doubt that I can move forward on an idea. So, yeah, I just don't feel like a, a ton of fear. Okay. So I think that's been probably my superpower. And then being able to, like, delay gratification. I think that's yeah. important. Sure. Um, so, and that will get you kind of through those hard moments of being a business owner. Yeah, being a business owner is a whole different world, mm-hmm. right? I don't know if I've said it on here, but I know I've to- told it to um, many people. Is you know, during COVID, uh, I felt like finally the rest of the world understood what it was like to be in business. Really? Well, I mean, like, like you know, I work somewhere, blah 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 blah. I work, and then it's like, whoa, where's the money coming from? What are we gonna do? Like right. now, you know how we feel when you know. 
That's like, yeah. I never even thought of it yeah. that way. It's like, yes, everyone finally gets it. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like, you don't know what it's like to have kids till you have kids. It's like, right. uh, you know what it's like to own a business, kind of. <laughs> yeah, you have to kind of be <laughs> Yeah, you're like, oh, wow, mindful. we all are fighting for ourselves, unfortunately, or for our, our team or our tribe. So That's so true. Yeah. Like, I never thought of that. Before we get any farther, we have to say thank you to our sponsor, Allied Medical Marketing. Thanks to Allied Medical Marketing. We can keep doing these episodes. Thank you, guys. We're helping hospitals, clinics, and doctors train their staff and turn patient education into marketing. It's time to start letting your patients meet their physician before they meet their physician with Ally Medical Marketing. All right, back to business. Um, yeah. What, what business hacks do you have for the audience? Business hacks. Um, I feel like... I bet you have a lot. She, so let's, let's tell them about what Flower Moxie is. Let's get into that, and right. then you can talk about business hacks. Okay. Uh, so I was a wedding planner and floral designer for about um, – from like 2007. And then what happens as a floral designer is you have to have a minimum to be profitable. So if someone comes to you with $1,000 to spend on their wedding florals, that's that's not nothing, but you can't accept those clients and still you know put food on your table. Yeah. And so I would have folks come to me um, and they wouldn't have the budget to hire my services, but I still wanted them to have flowers. And I thought, you know, they um, still had a wedding. Yeah, they still had a wedding and I still wanted them to have what they wanted. It just wasn't going to be a fit for them to hire me. And so I thought, you know, I'll just make this like little website and I'll call it Flower Moxie and I'll do some YouTube tutorials in my living room and I'll sell like flower kits. So it's kind of like blue apron for flowers. And so I took like $5,000 of my savings and I, you know, took pictures and did videos and, you know, started this little website and it was just going to be kind of like my side hustle experiment. Um, I'm pretty avid traveler. So I thought, well, if I just earn like $500 a month, I can put that aside and that can be like my travel money. Mm-hmm. So, um, that's how it got started. And ultimately I sell flowers to DIY brides. I teach them how to put it together. And within a few months I made my $5,000 back and then it just kept growing from there. And, um, after a few years I was just kind of breaking down because I was working weddings on the weekends and then doing flower moxie all week. So I was like, okay, it's time to bring in my first employee. And that was nerve wracking sure. because then all of a sudden that changes the game. It's, you can't just walk away. Like you're responsible for somebody else's yeah, livelihood. You put what's like in here into someone else too, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's that yeah. aspect, but then and they have to care. They do have to care. <laughs> <laughs> that's huge. Yeah. So yeah, that's flower moxie. Awesome. Um, so business hacks, business hacks. I was thinking about that because I think that's such a good question. There's so many different maybe hacks that I have. Um, well, you run an online business. I mean, it's strictly online, right? Strictly Strictly online. online. I would say, you know, I would say with anything, as you know, as a business owner, you've got to be like the jack of all trades. You wear a lot of hats and, you know, there's things that I'm really good at, but those things I don't get to do a lot of. And then I have to. Or you really like. Yeah, that I, yeah, I'm not good at and I don't like it. Yeah, I think it's hilarious that you you like traveling, but you're not good at it. Just joking. <laughs> I'm good at traveling. <laughs> I usually have, have like only a few breakdowns per trip, so I feel like that's pretty good. <laughs> I'm just picking. I totally threw us off. It's all right. One, one bad joke after another. <laughs> um, okay, so business hacks. Business hacks. Um, so 
Well, I think you have to learn enough of stuff that you don't like to be dangerous. When I was first in business, if something intimidated me and I had the money, I would go, like, anybody will take your money. Anybody will God, say, will. oh, you know, I, I can do SEO Especially for you. Especially if and, they sell one service. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you're they, they get you kind of all jazzed up and you're like, they're going to be the answer. Yeah. And then you hire them and you spend, you know. A buttload of money. Sorry, yeah. I said that. Yeah, um, and and then you realize like you didn't get the value out of what you spent, and then it boils down to you, you made a mistake because you did not learn enough about the topic of SEO to be dangerous to know what you were getting, and they were really just selling you a bunch of yeah. fluff. Um, so I think a business hack is anytime you go into something, you need to sit through it and wade through the stuff that you don't want to learn to to know enough. To have a little bit of uh, a competency in that right. arena. And then probably the biggest one for me, um, you know, there's so much external pressure, especially if you spend like 10 minutes on Instagram, you're going to automatically feel like you're not enough. Um, yep. Everyone's talking about that imposter syndrome with business yeah. owners, especially women. And I, I went to my dad and um, I, he's self-employed and I was like, hey, um, like, how did you know when you were successful? Like, what was your, what were you going for when you were like, okay, when I hit this amount or yeah. when this happens, I'll be a success. And I, I thought he was going to give me like this, like a different answer than what he gave me. And he was just like, kid, he's like, don't, don't do that. And he's like, I never thought about it. And he's like, I was just kind of more worried about putting my kids through college. He's like, but this is what it boils down to, Amy. Um, I, you need to think of if you have a good name and you do good business. And he's like, if you'll keep your focus on that and ignore the rest, then you're probably going to succeed. I feel successful right now. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. that, that really like calmed things down because it's so easy to get, um, yeah, I feel like just to be pulled yeah, in a bunch a of different directions. Yeah, I like it. And so if I make a decision, I'm like, is this, does this decision align with having a good business? Um, do I still have a good name? So if anybody hears Amy McCord Jones, is there a negative connotation? Or if they hear Flower Moxie, is there a negative connotation? Because mm-hmm. um, we all hear about those companies, you know, that yeah. don't do good business. So yeah. I try to keep my focus on that and make my decisions out of that. Yeah, that's great advice. So. Um, yeah, I think just, you know, defining what success looks like to anyone on their own on their own level is a big deal. Yeah. Um, my goal in life is to achieve boredom. Boredom? So if I can achieve boredom, I know I've made it. Because <laughs> that means everything else taken care of and I have nothing to do. Right. So. <laughs> yeah, it's like when people are always wanting to win the lottery, I'm like, I mean, at what point do you think you're going to get so bored? You know what I told my yeah. wife? I was like, why do you need to play the lottery whenever we have our company and that's our winning lotto ticket? You just got to work on it. Yeah, so I mean, true. it really is. It's like, that's your lotto ticket. Like yep. any business is a lotto ticket and you can just work on it and make it better. Right. If it doesn't work, then keep changing and doing things until it does. Exactly. Um, I don't know. Because you own it. And, you know, before I was self-employed, I had gotten laid off before. And you can be doing a fine job but walk in. And if there's cuts and you get cut, then. Yeah. Yeah. So speaking to the Instagram stuff, like get on Instagram, seeing like, oh, wow, that was a really cool video. But that the really cool video might be like from someone that doesn't have a job. Right. Right. And then you're like, and it's like playing in your mind. You're like, oh, I wish I had some stuff like that. 
But then you're kind of wishing for what they have and which is no job because they had time to create the video. Exactly. Don't forget. That's so true. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the girls on Instagram that have like those banging bods. I'm like, well, you're they work like out a or personal eat. trainer. They work out or don't So you're eat. there yeah. all the time. You know, that is your job. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So yeah. we do our best. Yep. Um, life hacks. Life hacks. Mm. That one's tougher. Yeah. Um, What's something that you do that maybe most people don't know that you do that you think is helpful for you every day? I have, I think in life and in business, I think having a really optimistic internal monologue is important. Um, Your uh, self-talk. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, when I'm by myself, I will kind of verbally talk things out. And I find that that's pretty helpful if I just, you know, like if there's a a problem that you just keep rolling over and over and over and it's like, okay, what's what's going on here? Like, why do you feel so spicy about this situation or why is why do you feel so? Yeah. What do you feel so spicy? discouraged? What does that mean, mad, or you just feel? Yeah, like you're upset. Like okay. you just feel disgruntled or okay. at you yeah. know, unease. I've never heard. I feel spicy. Yeah. So now you'll know next yeah. time. You're like, I'm feeling real spicy about really this. Hot, <laughs> spicy. <laughs> Extra so, spicy. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's real. Feeling really nacho cheese. Well, now you're. Just... I don't even know what that means. <laughs> but we can figure it out. Exactly. All right. Yeah. So good. Self talk. Yeah, I just think um, you kind of talk it out. Yeah, talking, to yourself and- talking it out, and um, sometimes you just have to. And this might go back to the so sideline. I was raised kind of in like a more evangelical movement. Okay. Um, so my mom was real big on like you know name it and claim it and that type of okay. thing. And so you hear that with a lot of like the secret and pretty much every religion. But I still, um, while I'm not a super religious person, I mean I. I would consider myself a more spiritual person, pretty much like what everybody says. Yeah, so I'm yeah. basic. Yeah. <laughs> I would just say, uh, you know, sometimes you just have to shut down those negative thoughts because it all starts in your mind. Yeah. Because as you know, like if you wake up and maybe you're getting discouraged and you're looking at a competitor, you can get yourself worked up into you a You have to stop looking at it and move on and do something yeah, else. Yeah, your whole right? day is going to be hijacked. Yeah. Yeah. Can so, paralyze you. Right. And so if I start thinking like, I don't really, you know, I'm underqualified and I go through those feelings. Like right. I don't have an MBA. I don't, like I don't really. Um, but she doesn't need one. Well, because I have a forensics <laughs> degree, you see, and that's become so helpful for me. Yeah, that's cool, though. I wanted to do forensics once upon a time. Did you? I mean, I think, yeah, I wanted to do all kinds of stuff when I was airline pilot. I mean, come on, chef. That is so weird. I wanted to be a pilot. And then and my dad told me, um, he, he was just like, I don't, I don't know, kid. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I went from pilot you to forensics. You want to always leave and go for a hike. You always want to go travel. You're not a team player. Exactly. <laughs> That's my favorite part. <laughs> All right. Um, what does Moxie mean? So Moxie. Flower Moxie is the name of your business. We kind of talked about it a little bit earlier before we started recording this. But so tell me about what what Moxie means. Yeah. So the first time I heard Moxie, I think it's a more popular word now but back in the day some some old guy said you got a lot of moxie kid and I was like what does that mean he's like the godfather and I was like still lost yeah uh but I think it means like gumption you're kind of brave you're scrappy you're willing to 
uh, take something on that's kind of uh, courageous. Mm-hmm. And so I felt like that word made sense because if you're DIYing your wedding flowers, you got to be a little scrappy. You got to be kind of brave to do that um, yeah. because, you know, the wedding is a big deal. And if you haven't done flowers before, it can feel daunting. So I thought it was yeah. a good thought it was a good name. Well, like what better way not to get the flower bouquets that you want than create your vision? Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, that leaves a lot of guest game out of it and you're not getting overcharged because you got a, the communication barrier. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, that's not what I want it to look like. <laughs> you don't have that, right? I mean, it's I like, mean, well, then go work on it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Keep working it. Keep <laughs> welcome, working on it. Welcome to being a florist. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They, a lot of them, it, um, it always makes me feel really good because they're like, I, I wasn't able to you know, hire somebody, but I still captured my vision and I was yeah. just so proud. And That's cool, right? Yeah. And they get together with their friends and their family a few days before and they build their flowers. And a lot of times they say uh, that was like their most favorite part of their wedding week because, you know, you're married. So I don't yeah. know if you had a traditional wedding, but I, I got married a few years back and I thought I knew um what a wedding was like, because I had done mm-hmm. like over 800 of them. Different when it's yours? When it's yours, it's like five minutes. It's just a blur. Yeah, it just goes really, yeah, it was a blur. It's like this out-of-body experience. and Because you're in front of her, it's like speaking, right? It's right. not like this, but it's like speaking on stage, and you're like. I don't know what happened. I just know I signed something legal and binding. That means it was spiritual. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> so, it was yeah. a spiritual experience. Yeah. <laughs> It was out of body. Yeah, it definitely was. <laughs> My friend was like, were you drunk? And Because I, I said, it was like out of body. I just barely remember anything. She's like, did you did you drink a lot? I was like, I was stone cold sober. I was too like yeah. wound up to drink, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah, it is, it's funny that you said, I felt the same way. You're like, this went really fast. And then like. It's over. It was like really quick. You're like, I hope I said everything right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Um, what keeps you up at night? Got anything keeps you up at night? Keeps me up at night. Uh, so we have this new venture that we're going to roll out hopefully this year. And it's, it's kind of exciting just because I've been doing Moxie for so long. So once you, you know, you That's learn you a lot. Call it, Moxie, not flower flower Moxie. Moxie. You just yeah. call it Moxie. Yeah. Moxie. Okay. So I've done that for so long that it, there isn't really anything new about it to me. So mm-hmm. starting something new is getting my creativity going again. And that, that's yeah. been, uh, that's been really nice. It's just been really nice to have new ideas. Yeah. Um, because, you know, I mean, Moxie is kind of more of a well-oiled machine. So it's nice to just be able to create something again that's from cool. scratch. So I'll start thinking of that. And it's like, well, what if we could do it this way? So those mm-hmm. things keep me up at night. And then, so you have another business or another service or another, um, leg of the same business. Yeah. I so, mean, if you don't want to tell too much, that's oh, fine. I don't mind. Um, basically we're wanting to still sell flowers, still e-commerce, but outside of weddings. And so it will just kind of have a different market segment and just different, um, yeah, just like a different voice, different intent. So Okay. Yeah. Just like for just different um, events. Yeah, I'm thinking right? like Is that what you're saying? Yeah. So um, like flower bars, kind of smaller DIY kits and then pre made bouquets. Um, but yeah, just a little bit of a different angle. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. I was I was curious about that because uh, you were saying that, you know, you like to travel mm-hmm. and then I mean, then I became a business tell, owner. <laughs> you want to tell everyone about your travel experience? 
Which one? <laughs> well, I mean, so it sounds like, you know, you had the $500 or, you know, you had a travel budget, but then yeah. you just go, I'm going to here, like, and I'm going to go. And then you would kind of go spend time over there. Like you kind of bounce around wherever you wanted, right? Yeah. So I'm, I'm real susceptible to ideas. Um, so I remember one night I was watching, remember uh, Walter Mitty? Secret Life of Walter Mitty. I've heard of it. I can't remember if yeah. I've seen it. What's I can't remember. Yeah, it's a good movie, but there's this moment where he, you know, goes to Iceland and Greenland, and it just looked really pretty in mm-hmm. the movie. And it was, you know, I was single at the time, and I don't have children, so, you know, I had like a good time. Yeah, time and funds to do it, and I was self-employed. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it was about midnight, and mm-hmm. I just got on Google Flights and bought myself a ticket. Because of the movie. Because of that scene in that movie. Yeah, there and I, you go. Yeah, so I think... Don't let her watch any movies. Yeah, don't. <laughs> don't let her watch any movies. Yeah. <laughs> That's, so, That's the power true. of video right there, yep. I tell you. The power of video. It's a good plug. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I would just, like, look up a place, and if it seemed interesting, I would just, you know, want to pack a backpack and ramble around. I would just have, like, these romantic notions, thinking it was going to be, like, under the Tuscan were, sun. Were they and, always, like, as good as you expected when you got there? Or they're like, okay, this is, like, a nightmare trip. Oh, yeah. I've had plenty of those. But even this is nothing in those like the tri- movie. <laughs> yeah, right. nothing is like the yeah, movies. This is nothing like the movie. There's no music. <laughs> yes. Like, I had this whole idea that, so after college, I went and backpacked Europe for four months, you know? Okay. And I thought it was going to be, like, I would pull up into town at the train st- I packed two high two pairs of high heels. I want to start with yeah. that. Okay. So we're already off to Yeah, yeah. Like we already know that Not the wheels gonna are going to come off of this yeah. trip. Um but yeah, I just had this whole thing that I was going to like pull into town, there would be a hostel and a cafe and then there would be some Good like coffee. beautiful fella that yeah, was like yeah. really excited <laughs> to meet me and I thought I would look like beautiful and have my heels and my dress and I mean, you're hot, like sweaty and backpack. I just, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, you've got like a 50 pound backpack with your high heels in it. Um, You're not in the center of town. There isn't a hostel. Carrying stuff they're not going to (laughs) use. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You just start leaving stuff behind. Like, my heels are out in the Czech Republic somewhere. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but I would like really romanticize things and get there, and, you know, life would, you know, be there. Yeah, life would be waiting for me. But in that, I feel like I learned so much about myself because had I have gotten the experience that I predicted or wanted, then I would have learned nothing. And maybe it's like that with business too. Mm -hmm. It's like you think it's going to be a certain way, but if you didn't get hit with, you know, what life hands you, then you wouldn't learn anything and you wouldn't grow. Yeah. As for business, for, for me personally, I, my goal is to create a machine or like, like something that's can work on its own and it just like keeps growing mm-hmm. and it, it functions itself. And it's like, you can't stop it. Like that's my goal. Okay. So kinda, how, how's it going with your goal? I mean, it's coming along. Yeah. yeah I mean, I'm, we're working so on it. So if it. we're not working on it, then it wouldn't happen. But that's yeah, true. you're here today. So we're working on it, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, that, yeah, that's that's interesting about uh, so travel versus you know doing doing something new. You know, I, I figure like you traveling and then you have this online business. I think online business. I think systems, processes, yes. like all this stuff that actually doesn't align with 
the traveler you just explained. Right. It seems complete opposite world. Correct. So whenever you were saying that, so am I right? Absolutely. So okay. uh, I think I'm like this hybrid braid of like conservatism, not in like a political She's sense. She's different than anyone else. Okay. <laughs> just we all know I'm just basic. <laughs> Um, but she's but yeah, like I want to be yeah. free spirited. Uh, but then, yeah, like you have to be very methodical. And that's part of what I've had to change about myself because you can't run all willy nilly, mm-hmm. especially when you have uh, employees and a team. If they're always going to like what your whim is that day, then you can't scale or systemize anything. And so there's been a lot of deliberate discipline that's had to come out of yeah. saying, okay, well, we're going to make this, you know, the the way that we're going to do things mm-hmm. and then I can't override myself. Yeah. So I have to put like some restrictions yeah. on myself. No, it sounds, I mean, it sounds like vision-based, I would say big vision. Yeah. And you're okay trying things over and over until you get it right. And you're okay trying new things on yes. a whim. Yes. Um, and yeah. Yeah. I think I, it sounds like you're doing great. Well, I mean, you know, as it, like, you never feel like you've got it all together as a business owner, but yeah. you're, I think like what you said makes sense. As long as you just keep chipping away at it, then yeah. you're moving in the right direction. Yeah. So, yeah. So we, we haven't created, I always say I'm creating, I want to create a monster. I want the monster to live on its own, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> I want it to be like, well, I want it to be like, oh, well, we, we got this going on. So that means we have to have this. And just because we have this, that means we have to do this. And they just keep going in a circle. They just like, keep feeding each other. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, well, you can't, it just keeps growing. And to me, it seems really simple, but getting there. It's yeah. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. No, we both understand that. that. <laughs> so I don't have anything that, anything that, Keeps you up at night. Did we ever answer that? Yeah, yeah. The new ideas keep me up at night. New ideas. Yeah, because I get bored easy. Okay. Um, Do you lose sleep or you just kind of, because I hit the bed, I just go to sleep. You you lose sleep over new ideas? I do. Yeah. And like if there's been, like if a client's upset, like if her flowers were delayed or something died and. Something out of your control that's supposed to be your fault, right? Yeah, that one always hurts. that's. They call that was well, your business. I know. Yeah, I got it. You just yeah. have to throw money at the problem. Yeah, and if you can't do that, and you, like if you're not willing to just bite the bullet, then you shouldn't be in business, as yeah. far as I'm concerned, because it hurts. But you yeah. just have to be able to move past it. Yeah, and then I mean that sounds like I mean you have good customer service. We do have really good customer service, um, but it is hard when like you know folks don't follow the rules, and you still have to you know, try to fix it for them and pay for that. So, yeah, but yeah, you just got to do it. So, um, closely related to other questions we've asked, why do you do what you do? Hmm. I think, so I feel like at this point I'm institutionalized in the sense that I can't go back to working in like at a corporate job, um, or go back to being a chemist or work in the lab. Um, so I feel like at this point, it's <laughs> so crazy. Yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> you can't go work in the lab. I can't, <laughs> they won't have me. Yeah. And then, you uh, smell like flowers. I know. Right. Yeah. Um, so I think when, and I'm sure that you reach this point as a business owner, sometimes you're just like, I don't want the responsibility. I don't want the stress or the headache. I'll just go and do videography for this company, get paid. That way when I leave, I don't have to think about it. Um, So when I have those moments of like, you know, feeling tempted to do that, there's like this real question of like, so you think that you can, you know, go back and work in corporate America 
America mm-hmm. after you've been your own boss for 15 years. Like you can't, you can't do that. So you can sell it and start something different, but you yeah. can't go back to that company that you were at before. That's, that's not going to work. Yeah. So I think a lot of maybe what I do, why I do what I do is I, everybody needs a job and I, you know, I can't go back. Mm-hmm. And then I do like it. Like I do love thinking of an idea and then seeing if it works. So I get a lot out of that. Um, some ideas, you know, fail, but you know, I have a lot of good ones and that, um, that revs me up. Yeah. So how long has Flower Moxie been in business? Since 2014. There you go. I know you guys wanted to ask that question. Any other questions, like comments you want anyone to ask questions about or anything in the, in the comments for the video? I don't think I have anything. Yeah. Probably when I leave, I'll think of something. Ryan, you got any uh, questions for comments in the video? Yeah. No. Uh, he said, go fish, <laughs> go fish, leave a comment. <laughs> yeah. I'll answer it. Yeah. There you go. Um, one or two things you think our viewers should know. We've, we've talked about a lot. But what what we should know about me or it's business in general or super open ended. Yeah. What about this? I'm gonna ask. Okay. What what's what should they know about an online business? Like I mean to me I feel like what's the most important of an online business besides your logo and your brand, first of all, um <laughs> is um your website and the functionality of it, right? If you're online. I think that's I mean that's huge. Yeah, I definitely think that's important, but I think I think the the unsung hero is really good copy. Um, mm-hmm. You know, when I first went to write or to yeah write all the copy for my website, it was very like very generic because that's mm-hmm. what you feel like you should do. Amy, um, she loves flowers. Right, right. <laughs> You're writing like, about yourself exactly, yeah. <laughs> and when I got done, it just didn't feel like me. Um, you know, I'm a little bit you know, more edgy in my voice. And um, I wanted to express different things. And you don't get to have an interaction with a person. They're just seeing the screen. So your personality needs to come through in that. And so um, I stumbled upon an incredible writer, and she's, you know, now my best friend. But uh, I think having really good copy is so important. And I think it's one of those things that people skip a lot. And yeah. so I feel like I built my success just by um, people get them, getting on my website. They they laugh. They feel like they know us, and that um, you know makes them trust us a bit more. So I think that that I think that that's really important. On your like say forget. your website as you <clears throat> built it and grown it and built out the pages. I'm sure that's probably the process that's happened. Mm-hmm. Did you ever? Um, how'd you get feedback on your website to know to make changes? Hmm. Or did you just make changes based off of like, um, like say, because something failed, like, okay, that's the cart didn't work or I don't know, Jack, ask your customers like, Hey, how'd you find us? I'm probably, but you're probably not talking to them either. Right. It's all online. I mean, we, they, they give us a lot of feedback. Um, a lot of our customers really love our voice. Now that we've gotten larger, I have scaled back on some things, um, because, for instance, we would make like jokes about boxed wine and things like that. And we've had a few people reach out and say, you know, hey, I'm in recovery. Like, I don't appreciate the wine jokes. And, um, okay. you know, you're never going to make everybody happy. But right. sometimes I'm like, I'm like, well, you know, when I would read through it, I would kind of 
try to look at it from a different perspective and yeah. just say, you know, maybe we should like cut down on a booze joke here and there. <laughs> um, right. But yeah, I think because customers will tell you, like if you have a typo, they'll tell you. Yeah. And that's always so embarrassing, yeah. but you're just like, oh. Um, so I try to listen to them. But at the end of the day, it's like when I go home, it's how do I feel about myself? How do I feel about what I, the content that I put out? How effectively did I lead my team? Um, so at the end of the day, you know, I have to feel good about what I put all my time into because yep. work Agreed. eats up so much of your life. And if you're not proud of it and if you're not being authentic, then why do it? So yeah. very well yeah. said. Anything else you would like to add for the audience no this is no been like a asking. really anything great else? experience anything else anything else well i'm gonna anything think else? of stuff like when yeah, we yeah. leave well you can always leave it in the comments since I no one else is and we have no questions for the audience so you can leave something in the comments or you can ask a question okay <laughs> <laughs> all right so we have something here you ready yes all right Ooh. Behind the unicorn glasses. Nice. They're all yours. Oh my god. You're gonna make other people jealous. Yes. Oh, very nice. Yeah, I mean you like these? Yeah. Yeah, I think that pink might be for me. <laughs> yeah. I, don't know. I think it might be. The purple. Yeah, I think pink looked better. All right. Purple better over here. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, the, thank the you. Cacti. Awesome. <laughs> All right, let's see here. Um, please subscribe, like, comment, and ring the bell. Thank you to Allied Medical Marketing for being our sponsor and making this episode possible. And thank you to Amy. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, you bet. Thank you. Good job. Bye.